and welcome. My name is Timp. I'm Dante. And I'm Herfie Durfee. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. How you guys been doing? Yeah, pretty all right. How, how about you? you? You're getting through everything all right? I, I hear there's some stuff coming up for you, if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah. There is some stuff coming up, yeah. I mean, what is life except for a series of stuff, stuff. Yeah, coming up? Yeah, I do agree with that. No. A whole but lot yeah, of stuff. But yeah, it's got some big stuff coming. Yeah. Uh, Dante can definitely. Uh, I'm basically I'm going to be joining Dante's club. Is what's going to be happening. Um, my little daughter is due to be in. The, she probably will be here by the time you listen to this episode. Actually, I probably will be a dad as you're hearing this. But oh. as I record it, oh, I man. am not yet. I I feel for your wife. You just totally jinxed her. Uh, <laughs> oh I, no! I'm, yeah, by saying she'll probably be here by by this time, like. Uh, you know, the whole labor situation with my wife was like 36 hours after being induced. So, um, you know, well, <laughs> I hope I hope it's smoother for your wife. But uh, I mean, she's being induced Monday morning. So even if it's that scenario, then yeah. she should still be here before the yeah, episode comes out. Yeah, it, it really depends on a lot. But yeah, hopefully hopefully things get really smooth for you guys. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, me talking about the 36 hours for my wife that, you know, was bad but all things considered uh-huh. there were like no major like major complications so things i guess you could yeah. say went smooth they just you know took their took their time we played a you know we played a nightmare seed while a lot of people coming into uh the late women's center as it's called in at my hospital uh they they got to play you know a nice casual boots where they just come in and get their go mode and get out so uh, <laughs> i'm sorry i had to I, like tie that into to rando really I respect the hell out of you for that. I, I saw what you were doing, and I was just like watching from afar, and just imagine me like slowly saluting you as you were doing what you were doing there. Um, I'm not proud of you're, it. You're doing the Lord's work. I'm not <laughs> because proud of after all, this is and a link to the past randomizer podcast, not a dad podcast. So let's talk about ALTTPR. Let's get into the news, shall we? So first thing we want to talk about the headliner this time is going to be the league. We are really getting to the very end now. We are in the midst of finals for uh, the league invitational. Um, So let's take a look at... uh, Well, actually, let me first ask you guys. Did either of you get to see any of the games in the finals so far? Yeah. No. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any recommendations? Any surprises? Um. I will say that the Frostbite and Yoshi match was a quick watch. We'll, we'll say yeah. that. Um, and uh, the Schulzer Jet match so far was a interesting watch as well. Um, looking forward to Megawatt versus Shireen, I think, coming up here on Sunday. We'll see how things pan out, uh, you know. If, if there's a game four, you know, we'll say that in case of spoilers, but we'll see how things are panning out um, with these guys. Uh, and maybe game four, if it happens, you know, by the time the episode comes out, we're bad about saying stuff like that here, but uh, it could be yeah. over. We could have a season three champion. I'm kind of looking forward to crowning said champions and, um, you know, kind of kicking my feet up with the rest of the crew and, relaxing for a bit (laughs) yeah so the good news is though right now as of the recording this episode on saturday the 30th they are one and one 
so it wouldn't be possible for them to close it out in the next game. It's going to take at least two more games. Well, so we know for sure there's uh, you know the Wednesday game that is at four ten. So was, I think we can. I was trying. I was trying to leave some mystery to who was up and what the tally was, but at this given time. <laughs> but then again, we're not live, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I, I think, well, we're in a very unique position that we're not usually in where we can confidently say we do not know who wins this when the episode comes out. <laughs> That's it, whereas true. usually we're like, anybody could win, and then somebody wins, and then the episode comes out, and all of our speculation is totally useless, mm-hmm. you know, because it already happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, now we can say if you're listening to this episode the day that it comes out uh, at 4:10 Eastern. On, I assume it's going to probably be speed gaming given the size of this you know, event or whatever. Uh, there will be game four, which could be the final game, or it could go to a game five and be even further past that. Uh, but that is where we're at with the Invitational. Obviously, all our eyes are on you know, uh, the finals here. But I did happen to see a little bird told me, as in I read it on Twitter, that uh, Dante, there is sort of an unofficial three v three multi Whoa. in the works to find a bronze. This was on Twitter. Is that true? Yeah. Who who tweeted this? <laughs> Asder. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know he tweeted it. Um, which is fine. So uh, here's here's I'm I'm going through the channel. I pinged them this morning before recording to confirm. Sunday, uh, it's going to be already played. There's going to be a 3v3 hmm. multi-world between Shaktul's Digging Game and the Titans, uh, the 2019 Titans Mits of 2019. Uh, we're going to do a like 3v3 multi-world with random weird settings. Um, Aussie and I will be paired up as you know the player ones. Uh, we're going to be doing Swordless Enemizer. Um, I think. Uh, Asder and Nep are going to be paired up doing an AD cross keys. And I think Hitaka and Edium will be paired up um, doing, let's see, an AD cross keys enemizer. So me and Aussie are the only ones not doing <laughs> some form mm. of entrance with this. But super unofficial doesn't obviously mean anything. But we're going to, you know, have a fun, fun time doing it. No, no restreams, commentary, anything like that. You'll have to. You know, go back and look at VODs. They'll we'll probably plug it here since I'm a host and say who won and how things went. But it would be very brief. But it's it's mainly for funsies and uh, you know just to beat the crap out of them. You know, <laughs> not <kidding>. yeah, <laughs> nice. The the gauntlet has been thrown. The the power glove has been thrown. The Titans mitt oh, of 2019 has been thrown. Moving on, uh, <laughs> the German community tournament is about to finish up with groups. Um, Herf, you're our correspondent in the country, not so much in the mm-hmm. field. Um, does uh, any any anything notable coming from this, or is this just kind of still in groups and nothing too exciting just yet? I don't think it's really worth talking about that much yet. The groups are you know progressing. Uh, it's getting there. Not really any super surprises that I've seen. The the people you would expect to be at the top or set to advance are kind of advancing. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I think we can get into that once they're moved on a little further than this. Fair enough. 
while we're uh, checked in with you, Herf, I wanted to ask you, because I, I, I know this happened and I was excited about it, but I actually missed it. I didn't get a chance to see it. Mm-hmm. This uh, ladder lottery that yeah. was being held. Can you can you set this up and, and talk, talk to us about like what this was? I can, but I do have to pref- uh, preface it with saying that I also, unfortunately, didn't get to watch it live because I had guests over at that time. So right. uh, I wasn't around to watch it. But uh, essentially what happened is... Uh, people on the ladder uh, got to put one ping pong ball into the machine with a choice of their mode that they wanted to see in season six. Uh, There were like all these modes that had been voted on but had never won before. Exactly. Right. That's the pool that Danka pulled from. So all the modes that were in the votes for seasonal modes before but never made it in they all got put in and everyone got to vote for or got to put one ping pong ball, so to speak, into the pile. And uh, Dunka eventually pulled out uh, during a live stream one of those ping pong balls. And that would be the mode that uh, made it into season six. And unfortunately for Dante, it wasn't swordless, even though it had a big percentage of uh, ping pong balls in the total, I guess. But it turned out to be uh, MC Shuffle, open MC Shuffle, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so I think that'll bad. be cool. No, it won't. <laughs> it's it's baby key sanity. It it won't. Yeah, be cool. I kind of agree with that. Uh, I like it. Um, You're wrong. Yeah, as a novelty. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I, I thought this was a, a cool like way way to do this. I thought it was a fun event to be able to have like a lottery. To where it's not you're not voting on which one makes it in. You're just voting on which one has the best, like prob you know probable statistical chance of getting yeah, in exactly. by giving it a you know ping pong ball in this imaginary virtual like giant uh, you know, lottery machine or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Oh, Dante, you actually did see the stream, didn't you? No. Oh, I was just I, I, I was just in Discord being mad with myself <laughs> there weren't a whole lot you. of people mad about it. they were just like oh well i voted for swordless but it's not there and i'm like i'm mad um but you know everyone well, is a bunch of babies that's that i i said it i said it last episode i'll say it this episode and moving on um fair i'll throw this in uh because temp didn't put it in the outline i'm calling him out in front of the whole podcast audience but uh we have announced our new class of term four for the erasing council. Um, we have concluded votes with that. These people will be in as of this episode, but uh, they go in as far as like, they, they've been brought in just so we can kind of have some mingling and, you know, chatting a bit in the channels if we want to, but uh, they'll go into effect on February the 1st. Departing from the council, council, while well, I can't talk, uh, will be data. Cancel. Yeah, the council. Uh, data plate. Pflan, Penny Royal Oil, and Scary Olive. Um, obviously, you know the council's all told them that we we thank them for their time and and volunteering with this, and I'm sure the racing community's been, uh, you know, uh, thankful for that as well. I gotta say, just from you know chatting a lot with Scary Olive over the last term, I think uh, it, it's okay for me to say this, but he uh, he is basically gonna retire from rando is kind of his intent at least for the foreseeable future from the competitive side so um you know we we told him this in the channels we do wish him the absolute best um you know with like moving on to the next thing in his life as far as hobbies and all go so 
Uh, we've really enjoyed having him around, but I'm, I'm sure we'll see him around in some kind of casual uh, way, shape, or form. And yeah. the uh, the new he was a leader, wasn't he? He was, yes. Um, yeah. I think he was also one of the French community admins as well, because uh, he had mentioned about transferring some server ownerships and the same thing with cross keys. He was uh, one of the admins for that too. So um, you know, he's he's been involved with a lot, especially some things that maybe I'm not as involved in. So. Um, you know, kudos to him for, you know, dedicating all that time, effort, energy, etc. Um, we do want to welcome in, we, we had, first off, I got to say from the council side, we had the hardest time voting for new members this time because there were a ton of applicants. Um, what uh, the final choice came down to, these people will be joining the council. We have more coming in than leaving, so we're back up to 17, which is how the council initially started. Uh, Zelga Desan, Thalane, Lin Lin Lin, Ninbon, Vortex of Doom, and Matt7898 all will be joining on the council with the rest of the folks that were already here that aren't departing, and uh, we welcome them aboard. It's going to be, hopefully, hopefully this will be a nice smooth term. We'll wait and see. <laughs> a nice peaceful transition of power, hopefully. <laughs> we can, can only hope. Hail Satan. Um, I have to, <laughs> I have to say, uh, I think that's a really solid list of incoming runners. When you when you shared those names with us, um, I just I, those are all people that I'm like, yeah, those are those are really solid runners that have been in the community for a long time. You consistently see them at the top of you know qualifier rankings and tournament brackets and whatnot. So that's the kind of people I think you want on the racing council, or certainly you want that you know them to be represented are the really high skilled competitive racers. So, uh, yeah, I, it, I think it sounds good. And, and, of course, thank you and best of luck to those who are leaving the council. And, you know, thanks for your service and all that. Yeah, the, the, um, the yeah. thing to, to mention, though, I, I don't think we should always just have the highest tier because that, that looks like we're trying to segregate the, the upper echelon people versus the lower echelon of racers, so to speak. It's kind of like you want a nice balanced mixture of just people who hmm. understand the racing community as a whole or as a majority, because obviously we're never going to please everybody. Everybody's going to be mad about something in some way, shape or form. Um, obviously I'm not going to go through the list because I don't know if it would be kosher, but like I said, the list of people we had to vote on was there's a lot of names on there that you would, probably look at and say yeah they they should should be on the council and it's just mm -hmm. we didn't we didn't want to make it too much because if we go 19 or 21 then we look like we're kind of people feel like maybe their their voice is lost Stacking in a void yeah yeah so um you know if, if you're listening to this and you didn't get in or you know maybe you thought about applying and didn't hey six months from now if you're still playing this game we're going to be doing this again um you know some people are going to be leaving so i think it would be you know, super beneficial to have, you know, newer faces as well as just prevalent people. But that's that's my soapbox for that. I'm going to get off of that and we're going to let Temp move us on to the, the next topic. <laughs> awesome. Very well done. Thank you for the report, Dante. Um, and you're right. I forgot to put that on the uh, outline, but definitely something I wanted to talk about. So thank you. Let's go to GMP community updates. So the Overworld Glitches Mentor Tournament is in its final stages. It is also at finals, um, as you're hearing this. Uh, it will be at finals. And um, 
damn it, we can't really talk about this as if it's like already there because it really hinges on what happens between now and Wednesday. Dante, you are still amongst the quarterfinals uh, with Schulzer. Semifinals. Uh, 9999. Semifinals, sorry, yes. Yeah. To see which of the two of you makes it to finals to face off against Don Venture, who uh, beat Krellbell in the quarterfinals, which was an upset, in my opinion, if you just look at the seeding. Um, so shout out to Don uh, for that. Uh, obviously very... A very talented OWG player and learned a lot in the in the tournament. And um, whether it's you facing off against them or Schulzer, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the culmination of this kind of mini tournament that we've had here. It's been a lot of fun to be a part of. Yeah, I've learned a lot. We'll see how you know rest of semis play out and then how finals play out. I guess I have to play you know a bronze match because that's like they want to do that um, with you know Krellbell if I lose or who you know one way or another. I'm playing next week. I yeah. guess is a way of putting it. Gotcha. Um, but as someone who gets their name pronounced wrong all the time, you know, uh, <laughs> I got to say this for Don Vineyard. There's no T. Uh, Tim. Oh, did I say venture? Yeah, there's there's a T in oh, your name. Bad. No, it's fine. No, I, I don't think they, they take it personal, but I, uh, you know, I, I had to. You got to correct the record. I, I got, I'm glad, I, you, I'm glad yeah. you did. We have to be accurate. Her, awesome. her being accurate is important, right? I agree, but I'm just wondering how do people pronounce your name wrong? What can what can you probably do? I mean, <laughs> oh, you talking about me? People always say yeah. Dante. Dante. I'm da- yeah, Dante D O N, or you know, it's okay. it's like they say everything but Dante. And then some IRL friends when I first started racing got in Twitch chat for like a couple restreams where they kept calling me uh, uh, Dante. They were just like, "Yo, I hope Donatello <laughs> wins." So, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, okay, I guess I can sort of see it. That's just weird. That seems like an easy name to not mispronounce. It's it's because uh, there's I like three thousand A's. Yeah, exactly. When you see that many A's, you think it's like a ah. So you're like, oh, Dante. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, not me, but some. So Herf, did you play the biweekly seed? <laughs> Good question, my friend. Um, the door ran- you wanted to check out the door rando. I know you were you were telling us how excited you were to play some door rando. Mm-hmm. I'm actually sad I haven't played it, and I want to. That's the thing. I don't think I'm gonna have enough time to play it for the leaderboard. I may. Uh, we'll see. Um, the The idea is I I just want to play it because I want to play. I want to experiment with the door rando more. It's just that these two weeks have been kind of kind of bad with you know our tenure in the league wrapping up with with uh, the titans mitts and all um but and you know irl stuff as well as me trying to do crazy crap all the time um but mm-hmm. yeah I, I look forward to playing it uh we'll we'll do that here real soon even if it's after the yeah. fact i'm in the same boat i haven't played it yet but i would really like to either today or tomorrow um because I, I want to check it out and uh, I would love a chance to play one more seed before all the craziness starts. So that's <laughs> that's my plan. We shall see, though. Uh, and then I figured for episode 66, I just put this here. I assume this is good unless one of y'all wants to veto it. But uh, since we're talking about the main tournament in this episode, the I, I thought it would make sense to use the qualifier settings um, for the main tournament as our biweekly seed. So that's going to be a standard with randomized swords and a hard item pool, which is sort of the main thing to look out for. Um, we detail later on in the episode what hard item pool is, so I'm not going to do it again here. You can also look at the website to figure that out. But uh, yeah, that is the plan. Are you guys good with that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool, 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 cool. 
Sweet. All right. Well, I think it is time to pick up the rock to interview world. You know, normally I do this, but uh, Dancy, I mean, you pick up heavy stuff way more often than I do. Do you want to show me how it's done? Uh, yeah. Let me um, let me get like brace. You got to like put on the whole belt and the no, gloves. I gotta do, got to do. No, whole... we, we're not belting up for this. This is this is the babby rock. This isn't one of those Titans <laughs> mitts rock. So we'll just uh, make sure we got good form here, and we'll lift it. And Herf, guess... stand back. Stand back, Herf. All right. Here, all right, we, all right, all right. here we go. We'll just uh light grunt to pick this up because it's not that heavy okay. uh you guys yeah. let's, let's jump in all right if you've seen any major announcements in the link to the past randomizer world lately you're probably familiar with the name sabo tender sabo tender is the administrator of the main tournament for uh in the link to the past randomizer community and he joins us here today for a conversation sabo how are you doing hey tim i'm doing really good i'm super excited to be here talking about uh the main tourney with you guys absolutely yeah sounds good well let's just jump right into it um before we do that though let's just talk a little bit about you how did you get into uh link to the past randomizer uh, I uh, caught the first tournament, the spring 2017 tournament. Uh, just this, there was a couple of articles written about how the randomizer was working and, and, and the kind of community around it. Um, I think like maybe a Kotaku piece or something. Um, and uh, just started watching. And it was really cool. It just completely, you know, took me by surprise that this could be done. Um, I had never really been on Twitch before. I hadn't, you know, been in that kind of scene, uh, any kind of speed running kind of anything. So uh, it was all new to me. And uh, it was just so cool um, that I thought I would try and pick it up myself. And uh, first couple rounds didn't go so well. A uh, couple of seats <laughs> took me like four and five hours. Uh, it was pretty gnarly. Um, but I, it was a game that I was familiar enough with uh, in, from my childhood that I was like, uh, I could probably do this. And uh, so I, I kind of stuck with it. And it just it kind of grew from there. And then my first uh, foray into kind of the, the whole scene was I tried to qualify for the fall 2017 tournament. Um, so uh, that's kind of where I got into everything. Nice. Nice and early. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of <laughs> one of the earlier adopters, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say with someone in 2017, that's like, we always hear that 2018 timeline when people mm. join the community, like me being one of those, and I know a lot of other folks uh, did that as well. But, you know, you hear 2017, and you're like, okay, this is one of the real OG people, uh, you know, from the community, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I started watching, when I first got into Rando around like late 2017, just as a viewer, when a lot of matches were getting uploaded to YouTube from speed gaming, the, I remember there was a handful of like, you know, I don't know, 20 to 40 names that you would see on these VODs and, and Sabo Tender is definitely one of them. So I feel like I've, I've seen a lot of your early work, I guess, as it were. <laughs> um, it's, it's really interesting looking at uh, the, the who's, who's still around from, from those early days. Um, it's, 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 it's really cool. Um, there's definitely a few names that, are, that were in the first one that are still part of the community. Um, I managed to get a lot of the, the data from uh, Adirondack Rick, who was in that first tournament and is still uh, an admin in the in the main tourney today. Um, and uh, it's 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 wild. Yeah, definitely some names you see, some names that have kind of moved on to other things. But uh, um, it's a it's a really cool community. So yeah, speaking you know about the community like that, I guess if you've been here, you know since 2017. 
and you're still here. You're still active. You know, you've been in the league what all three seasons, I think, at this point, and yeah, uh, you've been adamating for a while. So you've got to really like this game, right? Um, I guess what what really keeps you <laughs> motivated to play uh, randomizer? Like, what do you love so much about it? I know it's it's surprising because there are very few games that I can come back to and play again and again. Like, I think. Like a game like Chrono Trigger is probably one that I can I can come back to and play anytime. It's maybe my favorite game of all time. But oh, it really it, it it really surprised me how much I can I, I get out of the Link to the Past randomizer. And I think what it really boils down to is that even though there's only so much randomization that you can have in a given seat, I guess every time you play it it's new you know like i mean you might see something show up in the same location you've already seen it before you know like uh uh something in you know back of escape you know a glove or something you know it's it's you're gonna see that time and again but just the fact that every time you jump into a game it can be completely different um and it's the right length you know i mean when when it comes to like a regular standard or open or something um you know, 90 minutes to two hours, I guess, if it's really gnarly, you know, for, you know, someone who's run a couple seeds at least. Um, it, uh, it, it, it It's just the right amount of time where you can sit down, you can have a little session, you can get through one, one seed, and then you can get on with your day or whatever. Um, exactly, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's It really is, and it's the... It's just the, that, that feeling of newness every time, I think. It, it never gets really that stale for me because it, it just, yeah, it's still it's still the, the same game, but every time you jump in, it's a new experience, sort of. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of interesting to think about, like, what, what jumps out at me is uh, you are one of many guests that we've had on here, and even for us as hosts or really anyone else you talk to, their sort of like origin story so to speak how they got to rando what happened to them why they still like it why they even liked it in the first place it's all kind of similar you know Ooh, everyone yeah. everyone says yeah i kind of just stumbled upon it either they saw the old tournament that happened or they saw it on youtube somewhere or on a twitch stream or they read an article about it somewhere and then they kind of tried it themselves and the first seeds were a little bit you know not so great taking four to five hours you know not maybe forgetting some locations or not realizing how you get to certain places with certain item loadouts and then after after that point everyone kind of starts getting a little better and then i think it diverges a lot Mm. because Mm -hmm. then you know you either stick with it and you play it a lot and you get really good and you learn all the tricks and all the glitches and you start playing like weird modes you start playing mystery or owg or whatever you fancy or you know you go more into the administrative side of things and you commentate a lot or you track a lot or you try to get to mod some tournaments or maybe even start a tournament yourself and i think that's really something extremely interesting in how you know different the people kind of stick around with the game, but they're still part of the community at large, so to speak. Mm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's a really good point because uh, there are a number of things you can do with this game, like you know, running a tournament with a different game mode, uh, just doing commentary or something. Like that there's just there are yeah, so many different ways you can approach it. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's a really good point. 
Do you think it's because of the community? Because a lot of that sounds like it's very community-based, like getting involved with volunteering and things like that. Is it because people want to stick around the people in this community, or is it more due to their love of the game more, like, solely, do you Mm, think? mm. Um, I think there you have also two camps, probably, Um, maybe some, some blending between the two. Um, where you have people, where you have people who are very competitive and, uh, even though when it's a randomizer, it makes it the competitive element a little bit tougher because you can just, you know, rando is rando. Um, but, uh, people that definitely learn all the tech want to be the best and, uh, you know, really put in some excellent times. Um, but when you see like, you know, when we, when we posted the announcement for the main tournament for this year, um, you just see everyone flooding back into it and, everyone's excited to see each other again, kind of. And uh, mm. so I think there is a really strong community aspect. And I'm really glad that there is a, you know, a positive uh, kind of community around this game because um, it makes it more fun for everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I guess, you know, we're talking about the main tournament. Here we are, 2021. We're back doing a spring main tournament. Um, before all this way back when you dipped your toe into uh into the water so to speak of you know tournament moderation or administration um kind of what was your foot in the door i guess what got you into it what made you want to stick around and you know become an admin when you know the time came and um mine is kind of a, a slow winding road to to admin status um i started out just tracking cuz I, I you know again again like i didn't know how how involved I, I could be or how, how much I really wanted to be. And so I thought, okay, tracking seems like the first thing I can do. I can click the buttons and that's, that seems pretty good. And, uh, then from there, uh, that was in the, that was in the fall 2017 tournament. Uh, I didn't make the, make it through qualifiers. So I was in the secondary, but I then volunteered to do tracking for both tournaments um, and, uh, then the kind of like main adjacent tournament, I guess the key sanity one that ran in like January of 2018. Um, uh-huh. that's when I first jumped into commentary. Um, so, you know, just kind of like one thing at a time. And, uh, it was, I don't know if it was the, I think it was the Swiss tournament that I, the spring 2018 main tournament I was given the opportunity to become a tracker mod. Um, and then I did that until, well, actually it was just the, the, then it was the, oh my goodness. Was it fall 2018 that I became an admin? Oh my goodness. I I do this all the time with Rando. Like I think back to when things happened and I'm just like, I can't believe it was then. It just always feels like. This even is my story. Yeah. This is like when we go back and we, we see the timeline and we see that we've invested years and I'm starting to feel old. Yeah. It's also like, what have I been doing with my time? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You you start to have this like realization, I think at some point. Uh, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm also glad that someone else is suffering from the same problems that I'm having, <laughs> it's, where it's, it's like, wait, when did I start playing this? And when did I start <laughs> becoming involved? And how did that happen? 
that's why we have a podcast about it so we can assign this like fake uh, grandiosity to it mm-hmm. and make it more than just playing video games all the time. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah, I think it must have been uh, fall 2018 that I then moved up to admin because uh, I, I think I'm remembering correctly where I was in life at that time. So, um, yeah, but it was it really was just incremental. And, you know, when it comes to, you know, how much you want to volunteer as, as kind of like a newer person in the community, um, yeah, just, just start with one thing and see how that feels. And then, you know, kind of, you know, if you want to push it a little bit more, cause I mean, for me, commentary at first, I was like, can I talk on a microphone? Like, am I any good? Uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, you, you kind of start to get a little more comfortable doing what you want to do. You don't even have to do, you know, commentary at all. You know, you could have just done tracking, move up tracker mod. Uh, so there's lots of avenues, um, but just, you just got There's so much opportunity to get involved. Just got to put yeah. your name in for one thing, and uh, that's the start. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've mm-hmm. had just from the league side with my experience. I know we've had some people do nothing but tracking, and mm-hmm. they do a ton of it. And honestly, like trackers are. Uh, I'll say this here. I think I've said it before, but trackers are those unsung hero volunteers. Because yes. I made a mistake scheduling somebody and I decided to do tracking for the first time since I screwed it up. And I said, you know what? I'll just track because it was my mistake. And I just stepped in to do it. And I did an awful, absolutely abysmal <laughs> job at it. And I was like, man, this is hard. So it, it actually gave me a new appreciation for those volunteers and you know the mm-hmm. work they put in on it. Definitely. Yeah, I love the tracker team. That you know, it, Yeah, because I mean... <laughs> It's uh, yeah, part of the broadcast that uh, you really do need a good person uh, clicking the buttons behind the scenes. I love it. Yeah, yeah it seems like such an easy and like mindless job. Just oh, oh yeah. you just whenever someone finds something, which isn't that often after you know the first <laughs> thirty or so checks, usually mm-hmm. you just click it's, a button. But mm-hmm. the point it's, is, you you can't yeah. ever take your eyes off the game. You can't exactly. be like, all right, I'll just watch a movie on my other screen and then I'll click the button whenever <laughs> I notice something changing. You know, you really mm-hmm. have to pay attention from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about things that are sad. Like the, it is sad that just paying attention to something for an hour and 45 minutes is, is like a feat. But <laughs> to me, it absolutely is. It's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're not playing. But um, you did mention yeah. one thing that I uh, that kind of piqued my interest because you know we've all we've all fallen to Ganon, uh, and I think most everybody has mm-hmm. uh, at least gone and checked that hint tile in there, just as they've done inside of like the Houlihan room. And mm-hmm. there inside the Ganon one, it shows the secondary tournament winners, which I don't really think think is a thing much anymore, unless you want to call mm-hmm. it the Challenge Cup now. But mm-hmm. you mentioned there was a secondary tournament, so let's let's rewind uh, the the hands of time yet again, and uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about like the main tournament. I, I'm assuming based off of what you said, and you can maybe correct me on this. The main tournament was two tournaments. Like there was a like a like a headliner one and a secondary one for people who didn't qualify quite as high. Is that kind of the case? Yeah, I think because the uh, community response it, it, that the t- uh, fall 2017 uh, was really when the the crowd started to pick up, and um, when you look at that uh, tournament, you see a lot of names that are still around in the community today. Um, so that's when a lot of like the the names that we know uh, really got their start as well. Um, and 
yeah, I believe it was a, a similar kind of like a, the t- it was like a top 128 for the main tournament. And, um, wow. and there were enough people that were like a little upset that they didn't make it. And, oh, what can we do for, you know, the next three months or whatever? And the admin team at the time took on a, a secondary tournament for basically anybody who had uh, put in a time in, in one of the qualifiers, if you wanted to, you know, formulate another tournament, we did little, a little groups that we formed. And uh, then from there, there was a bracket after that, I believe. Um, but uh, that was two tournaments run at the same time by the same admin team, um, which was really impressive. Uh, they didn't have to do that. And, and, but they, they, did, they wanted to make sure that everyone had a, an opportunity to keep playing. And, uh, so, uh, yeah. What was the like size of the pool of players at that point? Was it, was it a pretty small community or was it starting to get pretty big? It was starting to get pretty big. Um, I feel like the secondary wasn't quite a, like a 128. It was maybe another like, you know, 75 to, you know, 80, maybe somewhere in that mix, uh, a number of people that wanted to be in the secondary tournament, um, and pretty much most people that were involved either in the main tournament or in the secondary were a lot of the names that you saw also doing commentary or tracking and stuff like that. So, um, but there were still some people that were just volunteers. Um, so you started to see, you know, 250, 300 or so people that were all kind of like involved with the game at the time in one form or another. So that's really when you started to see the pickup. Um, and it was um, definitely 2018 is when everything kind of popped off and we had that crazy uh, Swiss 512-person <laughs> tournament. Uh, for the big the, Swiss. Uh, never again. Big, <laughs> big Swiss was the big just, Swiss. <laughs> just a nightmare. Um, that that tournament is still not closed on a challenge. Like, <laughs> we, we cannot fix some it. Some say it still goes on it's, to this uh, day. It's bugged out in some <laughs> form or fashion. It sure is. Um, but yeah, that, those early days, um, yeah, it was um, a little bit of a different scene, but you could definitely see that there, there was definitely a, a community forming, and it was people that really loved the game. Um, so it was cool to see that there were so many names then that are still part of the community now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's there's like a, a core. A lot of the names that I mentioned that uh, were, you know, their races were uploaded to YouTube in those mm-hmm. early tournaments. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of them are, are still around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of like... As weird as it seems, I always like when I see those names, like I kind of look up to them in a way, mm. you know, just because like they have been doing this for such a long time and have so much experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it counts for something. Mm-hmm. You know? I found my uh, first uh, restream. It was October 7th of 2017. Um, and I was the underdog, wow. and I, I won my, my race, and it was really exciting. Awesome. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like, I mean, you just, like, I, it was, it's funny, because, like, I, I know exactly kind of, like, what happened. It was, it came down to a, a cane of Samaria that I happened to find a little earlier, and uh, I was up against Miria Chan, who is not really super involved in the community anymore, but, um, uh I think I won by like a minute or two because like she was so much better than me. But um, I I managed to luck out and find an item early and uh, it all worked out. (laughs) Yeah. Those early experiences, I think, have a lot to do with why people stick around, too. Yeah. You get a rush, uh, you know, right? mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. for sure. 
I was looking earlier when you were talking about when, when you started out in the community, I was looking uh, when I had my first recorded SRL race and it was June 9th of 2017. Holy and cow. It was, a, it was a forfeit with uh, the comment, don't start racing at four in the morning, which, you know, I think is still a good tip. That, that is good advice, advice to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just to show you how really old this is, uh, Gerdo won that race. <gasps> oh, my. Uh, with the Zero Rush second, Andy third. Who else do we have? Yastogi Town was racing. Oh, oh, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, so this is like the real old times here. <laughs> wow, that is. Wow. I was nervous about getting in on SRL. Uh, that was one of the big challenges for me uh, mm-hmm. early on because I had just no experience in doing races and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I know my first my first race, I think, was a, was for the qualifiers for fall. So it was sometime in... Um, like late August or something of 2017 and uh, yeah it was intimidating uh getting in there with all those people who I had seen in the previous tournament I was like oh my god I'm just gonna get smoked here and I pretty much did but (laughs) it's okay (laughs) (laughs) I mean that always looks in first exactly early you know so 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 yeah Mm. yeah I think uh group races or qualifiers whatever uh even if it's just like 1v1 setups I think you know, being a player, losing builds a lot of character, uh, mm-hmm. and and some especially if you want to get better. Because if you win all the time, and there's nothing wrong with winning all the time, it just means you're you're good and you guess mm-hmm. right. You know, right? Uh, but um, I think losing in, in a way helps. You know, helps you build. Like, what are my weaknesses? What are mm-hmm. uh, you know, what are things that decisions that I may could do different? And obviously, you know. The, the rando adage, I guess, is something along the lines of every time something burns you and then you decide to do the opposite the next time, it burns you the other way. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, you know, it, getting the licks in early, kind of like what you guys were saying, is, you know, a huge thing. I remember my first, like, two or three restreamed races, I got absolutely smoked. Uh, and <laughs> I, I wasn't playing smoke, but I, I got smoked. And it was <laughs> it was pretty, pretty hilarious, I think. <laughs> Yeah, builds character. Mm-hmm. I I 1000% agree. Just mm-hmm. to say real quick, like yes, I'm I'm here for all that Dante. I love it. Um so Sabo, you said that I I think I heard you right. Fall of 2018 was when you got aboard as far as like the admin side of everything. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so you didn't have to deal with the the 512 Swiss, which no. I can only imagine. You know, I, that that was my first tournament and I'm just like this, you know, bright wide-eyed guy that's like oh i'm playing this game it's really fun and i i'm not understanding why people are quitting out of the tournament uh you know and then making the life harder for the admins because the only thing i had done in the past experience for myself um i had run you know like dance game events uh you know which are in person so where there's like there's no point to quit because it's like a one-day thing it's not a seven-week swiss where you have to keep playing um But, uh, I mean, I guess you didn't have to deal with that, so I'm sure you're thankful. That probably didn't burn you out quite as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, could definitely, you could definitely see, like, the, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the turnover, uh, you know, for the admin team. They, that, that one really did wear a lot of people out. I mean, I didn't have to deal with, like, the, the, the high-level stuff, but I was, at that point, the tracker mod, so I was at least in on some of the behind-the-scenes conversations. And people gotcha. were, like, tearing their hair out, uh, you know, getting Challenge to work trying to coordinate 512 people and and all of those races that were involved um 
it was it was it was pretty pretty nuts um for sure i uh, remember that uh, we uh, since we had so many players in that tournament uh, we couldn't use the free challenge uh, yes. stuff anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. so andy bought an account or had an account or something and we used his and it just made everything even more complicated than it already was <laughs> Yes, I'm, and it was um, it was Willard Willard J Bradley who was in contact with Shalange like every mm. week to be like, okay, here's all of our results. Can we please have this turnover for next week? And and oh like because it, it just kept it kept breaking, <laughs> and no matter we wow. were inputting stuff and uh, it just wasn't working. And so yeah, we were like on you know Shalange support like all the time. Um, so I want to know because I don't exactly remember how did things turn out. I mean, did you did you get through it all? Like, what was the end result of all this? It, it did work out. Yeah, um, it, it just it was a big slog. You know, it was usually it was like the Sunday Monday kind of end of the week into the beginning of the next work week uh, was when we'd try and you know flip all the, the get all the results through and everything like that. And so that was always like the big wait uh, for. Uh, all everything to turn over and then like it would generate who your opponent was we, we you know it, everything was just so slow but um, in the end it, it did all work out um, we got through that and then I believe it was bracket after that after it was the I think there was a big there's a big race in to get into the playoffs I think if everyone was uh, if people that were at like a four three record or something like that can't quite yeah. remember that one but uh, it was something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. then, yeah. then there was a bracket, and the bracket made sense, and everything was fine. But uh, yeah, I that, remember that was, yeah, yeah, it didn't actually advance to like because I, I remember seeing mm-hmm. like watching the challenge page, <laughs> it didn't advance to the bracket second stage. Like yeah. it was so messed up that they just made a new bracket. It was like, hey, here's a link to a different one. This is the bracket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> It was impossible to salvage, and I think that's the one that's still open on Jalange, right? Yes, that's the it one is. we can't close. Yeah, it's just so broken from start to finish. So I, I do want to also really quickly for anyone who's not familiar with Swiss, the idea is it's a it's a like tournament type, and you take however many people are in this pool and you have them play each other. Then you take the people with similar records and then match them up so they can play each other. And because of this, you have to wait until absolutely everybody has finished a round before you can do the next like matchmaking. So waiting for 512 people to do their race so that you can move on to the next round, like just to put into context for people who aren't familiar, like how much of a nightmare this was to try to coordinate and why, why it caused so many people so much uh, strife and grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause if one person has like an IRL situation come up and needs to delay their game, then it literally delays, you know, 256 matchups, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get mm-hmm. two people in each one. That's what, I guess that's the biggest drawback of Swiss, you know, because if it's like a 512 person tournament, you know, random seating, let's go, you know, you could just keep playing matchups, you know, as much as you need to, uh, as long mm-hmm. as, you know, your opponent's been decided. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. Swiss, I'm glad you guys don't do that anymore, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a one time so, thing for sure. Um, and I will say that we, we, we were talking about how it was a little bit messy and that was, there was also a lot of people that did drop because of the way the format works. Um, if people were mathematically eliminated from making it to the bracket round, some people were like, 
well, what's the point in even what's racing? What's the point? Yeah. Right. And so we, we, you know, we, are you sure you want to quit? Okay. And then we'd have to chop them out, and uh, then it would it would kind of like reformulate all of the matchups because that person was no longer in a certain uh, at a certain record or whatever. We so it really it complicated things a lot, and um, everybody afterwards was like, "This is not the format going forward." <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Herf, were you on the admin team then too? Like, were you part of the 2018 uh, I was spring? involved in some way for sure. Uh, okay. I think I started out, uh, my my kind of like my history is sort of the same as Sabo's, except for uh, I was on the commentary side. So I started out as, you know, really wanting to do commentary. I got my first chance in the entrance uh, randomizer tournament that was going on, which was like a community side tournament kind of thing. And then I got to come for the main tournament, became a comm mod, and then I think they introduced uh, the like leader system where you were like the comm mod or tracker mod leader, right. which is like the next step up. And then from there, I moved over to the admin side eventually. I think at that point, I was probably a comm mod or a comm mod leader, maybe. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. So yeah, the reason I brought that up is... Uh, my thought is, wh- whose idea was this 512 person Swiss? Like, do do we want to I mean, do we want to throw a name out there? <laughs> it, it wasn't really any one person's idea. I think it was just the game and the community blew so up. It was such a high demand for people to be able to play in this main tournament that we thought, all right, what's kind of you know, I guess 512, we can maybe handle that, and it does sort of pared down relatively quickly once you get through all that Swiss crap. Yeah, yeah. I think it, if you walk it backwards, it's like, okay, what what are the benefits of Swiss? Well, everyone gets to participate, which sounds great. Everyone mm-hmm. gets a fair shot. Um, it's a great way to make sure everyone has even matches or, mm-hmm. or try to give people even matches. And for some situations, Swiss is great. But you you, uh, the, the, yeah. Sorry, the I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's it. The 512 is just maybe a little bit too many for Swiss. You also have to consider that, as uh, Savo was talking about earlier, uh, the tournaments before were like a main tournament of a certain number, like 128 or whatever, and then a secondary tournament that was usually around the same size, if not bigger, depending on how much we could fit in. Mm -hmm. So the the total number of people wasn't that much higher it was just all in one tournament which was like the big mistake if you want to call it that yeah Yeah. that's that's a really good title like slang title for that tournament um, <laughs> the I big mistake. The big yeah, mistake. It's just from the administration <laughs> side uh you know and it's not not a slight against the admins of that time that's more of just like you know in hindsight that we saw you know willard having to deal with challenge so much uh, like you were saying and just mm-hmm. you know with people dropping out then obviously Hindsight, yeah, this was a mistake, but you know, it was fun. I had fun in that tournament. Now, like I said, that was my first, um, you know, adventure into the competitive mm-hmm. side of it. But then, and of course, I, I, you know, that was when we used what was it, speedracing.tv as the, the racing oh. platform, and that was new. Yeah, that was that an was exciting very adventure, lift, but it happened for a while, mm-hmm. which is also just so if I can get on my soapbox really quickly and off topic this very quickly, just because of something that happened on the ladder a couple of days ago. I'll do it. Using a speed racing TV is where the 
quote-unquote tie rule came from where people or we or the admins, whatever, decided that anything within three seconds or two seconds, I forgot how much exactly it was, uh, of a finishing time would be considered a tie and, uh, you know, there could be a re-race, whatever the decision was at that time. And somehow that propagated forth and became an official rule in every tournament, in every <laughs> league, in every ladder that has ever existed anywhere in the rando world, mm. somehow. But it's it doesn't exist. If there is a one second difference in your finishing time, that means you have lost by one second. <laughs> okay, thank yeah. you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And, and we tried to mitigate that with the league, but... The, the problem was uh, the co-op weeks, it like timing that it was, mm-hmm. you know, with doing average times, we had to have something yeah, of course. as like a fallback. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, you know, uh, we, you know of course, and we, we made it one second and then someone went and did it. You know, shout outs mm-hmm. to last locationers <laughs> and uh, I like big boots for doing that in the final week. Of course, of course. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not trying to say that a tie will can't exist or doesn't exist it's just not this universal thing where everywhere you play and you're within three seconds it's somehow considered a tie no matter where you're playing that's not how this works yeah i never really thought about it but that's a very generous berth first of all second Mm -hmm. of all you can just go back and realign them and watch them and know exactly who won exactly Mm -hmm. yeah maybe you guys haven't experienced this or maybe you have but there was now, I don't do a lot of, and I haven't done a lot of, like, casual, like, SRL or race time, you know, races. Mostly it's been for tournaments. But I remember a few dailies I did back on SRL. Like, somebody would finish within three seconds of, like, you know, fifth and sixth. And then they'll say something like, oh, hey, we tied. And I was like, what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, Who cares? That's you tied for fifth. Thing. Like, <laughs> you know, but anyway, yeah, that, Herp, I'm glad you said that, though, because that was... That was actually really good. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's let's switch back gears with to the the tournament stuff. So Sabo, you, like you've said, you've been around a really long time. Um, mm-hmm. Any any favorite moments like for yourself or just like watching a match unfold from the administrative side? Like, and I know when close ones happen, sometimes it can be a headache. But you know, just overall favorite points, talking points, uh, or highlights, I guess, throughout your your tenure mm-hmm. there. Um, I I gotta say, like, I mean just the the, the 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 love in the community is is really nice to see um you know everyone kind of coming together for these events um and uh you know when you see like things pop off in in, in a race or something and chat gets hype and it's all you know everyone's really excited to see that um that's exciting that's fun um, you know, when, when everyone is here having a good time and, uh, you know, I mean, as you know, now that I, you know, I, I'm up in the admin position, I want to see that. I want to see everyone having fun because that's what this is really all about is it's coming together and having a good time. Um, mm. my like personal favorite moment is, um, stomping Andy in the last <laughs> tournament. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's if you like. I mean, that's the thing that's really fun about randomizer. Not for Andy, but for for me, it was at least. Um, you know, when when you you don't you don't have to be like the best runner 
all the time. You just you, you got to make the right plays at the right time sometimes, and 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 you can you can topple the giants. You know, like mm-hmm. that's what's that's also what's really exciting about this game. If you're someone who's just kind of coming into it, is is it, you know you, you get you know to a certain skill threshold where you're where you're able to you know get things done. Um, you can beat anybody. And that's really yeah. exciting. I, I, I can't, I, I was like shaking after, after the Andy match, you know, like, I mean, like it was just unreal. And um, yes. I mean, his, his wonderful uh, followers were like, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he beating yeah. our Andy? <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the opposite side of that, it's kind of like, I'm kind of glad on a personal level that um, I don't have to, you know, I don't know how Andy deals with that kind of mm-hmm. in, in a way. Like you've got to have a lot of uh, mental fortitude, I think, because imagine, you know, 500 people plus like, why'd you lose? I can't believe you lost. I've never heard of the other guy. I don't even follow him on Twitch. Like, you know, you know, stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so, so kudos to him for being able to, you know, handle that obviously really well. I thought he was, I mean, I watched those matches. Those were super exciting. He was a really mm-hmm. good sport about it. His, his, you know, a lot of Twitch chat wasn't, but his Twitch chat, they're never a good sport about anything because they always want <laughs> items to be in stupid places. Um, I digress. But this yeah, that was, that was a really good moment for you. Um, mm-hmm. I guess like any other like big highlights that you, you want to mention or, or, or is that like the only ones that kind of come to mind? I mean, for me, that that's that is like the that's the, that's my own personal. I, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna do better than that. That was great. <laughs> it was really hype. Um, but um, no, any any time we get to right, you know, down to the finals, um, you know, I'm always excited to see like you know who's made it that far. You know, um, the first couple of tournaments, it was uh, Ajneb what's it one one seven something it's it's numbers after that it's ben yeah uh, four in there maybe uh, maybe there's a four in there um <laughs> and uh that was really cool seeing him go back to back for spring and fall of 2017 and then we had 2018 was the um year of andy um and uh, so you, you got some and then you had uh, jet last year um and and just uh you know, seeing who gets to the end there and, and, and seeing like, it's nice to see like when like a newer face kind of pop up, uh, on the mm-hmm. scene, um, because you can see their, their progress. Um, just those kind of things are, are what make the, the tournament fun, the, the community fun. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just nice to be a part of that. Yeah. So ev- everyone on this podcast right now has been a tournament administrator in one way or another, mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, for me, a lot of the things that you said ring true. <clears throat> it's not it's not so much that like, oh, there's this one great moment like this race, uh, this uh, time we got together and planned was, was so fun and memorable. <laughs> but it's more like it's a lot of little things and small, you know, shows of appreciation and mm-hmm. um, just noticing moments that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't, you know, stepped up to put this all together. Mm-hmm. I think that, at least for me, is a lot of the satisfaction of being an administrator is like allowing for these moments to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think with every that. yeah, every tournament administrator, uh, wh- whether it be Link to the Past Rando or StarCraft or whatever, um, I, I think they all go through the same cycle of emotions where uh, it's like, all right, you know, I'm super excited. We're getting this started. Let's go. Let's let's do this. Let's let's knock it out of the park. And you've got this like high drive the first couple weeks, and then 
you know, the, the, the tournament starts to move on and it's been three or four weeks because it's an online tournament. And then it's like, oh my gosh, is this ever going to end? We're not even to brackets. And then, then a little later it gets to brackets and it's like, okay, the end's in sight. I could see the end. And then you get the finals and you're happy for the folks that are in finals. You're sad. It's not you. And then you're thinking, and obviously I'm speaking from personal experience here. And then you're just kind of like, I just want this to end. Can the, can this be over? Mm-hmm. Can we move on mm-hmm. to the next thing that I can play in? Tourney fatigue. Yeah, mm-hmm. tourney fatigue. And then it's like I'm never doing this again. This sucks. I hate it. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's a butthole. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I am hereby announcing my retirement from competitive <laughs> random. <laughs> and then it ends. It ends, and then like three weeks later, you're just like, man, I can't wait to do it again. Like I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of you know when you don't have the. Uh, I can't wait to do it again. I think that's when, obviously, it's time for folks to, you know, which we've seen this with the admin team now, uh, you know, time for people to step aside, you know, not Mm -hmm. saying that they're useless. They've been amazing. And, uh, you know, just let someone else do it that's got the the energy, the drive. Uh, You know, obviously, you kind of, Sabo, being that talking person or the spokesperson talking person yeah that's that's the word um (laughs) the the spokesperson lately you know with making the decision to postpone it which i appreciate you from the admin side of the league letting us you know step in to fill the void instead of there just being nothing um Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah so now that we're coming here uh you know we're going back to i guess standard mode um Mm -hmm. Setting all this up, was there a huge challenge for you or or was it, you know, and, and the team that you're on or was it just kind of like, you know, things just started to fall in place? Uh, I, I don't know if that's really a good talking point for you, but hmm. maybe so. Um, well, you know, one thing I will say is that now that we uh, after after the 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 big mistake, um uh, we kind of settled. We kind of settled on uh, like. Oh yeah, I forgot we decided to call it that. Yeah. <laughs> already. <laughs> I was like, "What is he?" To- oh yeah, big Swiss. The big, big, big Swiss, big mistake. Yeah. Um, uh, we um, we've kind of settled on like a general kind of way of running the tournament. Um, the the format hasn't really shifted too much uh, in the last couple iterations, and that makes coming back to kind of start another tournament a little bit easier because all like the groundwork is mostly in place. Um, it's just a matter of kind of deciding on rule set and stuff like that, which is, you know, generally for, at least for the main tournament, um, we try and keep it a little more simple. Uh, so, uh, that doesn't even change too much. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, we, it's, um, it's really not too bad to kind of come back into this. Um, one thing that, uh, you know, with the community kind of, you know, growing and a lot of side tournaments popping off, which is really great to see, um, you know, cross keys, entrance, spoiler, um, league. I love league. Um, yeah. you know, like the, our job to kind of be like the main thing going on in the community isn't as big anymore so we can you know take a little bit of time off which you know because fatigue was a a problem for a lot of the admin team so um you know making 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 the main tournament uh just like a once a year kind of thing as opposed to a a two times uh really helped out um because you you know you 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 put in your time and then you can kind of chill out for a little bit and then you can come back to it and just pick it right back up um so the way the tournament is right now it's really it's it 
kind of drives itself and we just kind of got to adjust little bits here and there, which is, which is really nice. Yeah. And that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know I I have to ask this just for my own sake. So Mm -hmm. doing some comparison here, Mm -hmm. uh, the big mistake was all standard mode, random weapon, because that was the new hot thing then. And here we are 2021, we're doing standard mode. Uh, but with you know that hard item pool, that's a really great mm-hmm. idea, I think, for the competitive level. Does, mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but so for 2022, that means we're gonna have like a 15 game. Uh, we're gonna repeat the fall 2018 tournament, so we're gonna have the the 15 game group stage where you get to play three matches per opponent, and there are all kinds of crazy settings, right? Like, cause that's uh, totally honestly, uh, I'm just gonna go <laughs> off the rails with it. Yeah, yeah. See, like. Uh, I've mentioned this before. The only reason I brought that up, like, uh, you know, people there, I've saw that unfortunately you guys are already having to deal with some folks um, complaining about the hard item pool and, you know, saying Mm -hmm. that it makes the game too hard. However, I got to say that me kind of squeaking in uh, to that group stage where, you know, you could get hard swordless enemizer in the group stage of fall 2018. Mm -hmm. That actually was like a huge building point for me competitively because it became a you know i really don't know if i can do this but we're gonna try and you you find you you learn a little bit about yourself i think as far as like how competitive you want to be um right and uh i mean i i i don't know how a lot of other people felt about it but uh you know that was i guess that's my soapbox sorry her yeah. um but is it time to get into it i have a lot of thoughts and feelings about a lot of things that you've said <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> also i also have some stuff to mention I want since to we're talking about it now but yeah, uh, it's it, about Tim. something slightly different so i think i'll let tim go first okay so first of all the hard item pull thing yeah a lot of people have been talking about that for people who aren't familiar basically what this does is it eliminates some of the items from the game um Guys, uh, help me out here a little bit with some some of these things that it eliminates. So basically, there are four swords in the pool. However, after you have a third sword, the fourth sword becomes a green 20 rupee drop. So that's like a special thing added for Rando, where you hold up this like green 20 instead of it saying 50, 100, or 300, it just says 20. Instead of it being like a normal red 20, the item changes. Uh, The other things that change similar to that are the heart pieces and heart containers, the max amount of hearts you're allowed to have in hard mode is 14 versus the 20, which is good because it keeps me out of retirement in case I start last locationing stuff because when I hit 20, that's what I'm doing. And uh, then in addition, there's uh, the shields. I think you're only limited to the, the babby shield, as I Fi- like to call it. Fire shield. Okay, fire the middle shield. one. Uh, so you get the middle mm-hmm. one, but the mail, uh, the armor, so to speak, uh, stays on yeah. green mail. So you take the yeah. same amount of damage the whole game, and um, there's no blue mail, there's no red mail. They're in the pool, but when you pick them up, they're green 20s. Uh, I think those yeah. are the big... Oh, the other big uh, difference, no silvers. So. Yeah. Yes. Well, that so, works um, the I'm, same as the mails and the swords, though. So it's not just no silvers, but there's two progressive bows in the game, and as soon as you find one, the other one turns into a green 20. Right. Exactly, yeah, so... No, no silvers. Essentially, fourteen hearts in the pool, seven heart containers, uh, and no arrow or bomb capacity upgrades, which is whatever. But the big thing is the mail. So it's weird because the normal way, you know, you can go all the way up to red mail. There is an expert mode, which is even more 
uh, Spartan than what we just read out. Like, for instance, you have the Fighter Sword the whole time, or, or Master Sword is the highest you can get, uh, Fighter Shield. Um, eight hearts is is the maximum. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's green mail. So you would think that the hard being in the middle would at least give you blue mail as sort of an in-between, but it doesn't. And I'm sorry, but like green mail in the dark world is savage. And I can just see a lot of people getting tilted right off of the internet uh, during these qualifiers and, and group <laughs> stages and all that. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying it's bad. So uh, it's it's fine because, as, as you guys have mentioned a few times already, this is the main tournament. This is sort of the one. This is the prestige where we're trying to find out who is the best right now at this game, or at the very least at this mode that we've agreed to play. And so for that reason, I think it's fine. I am very glad that things like the Challenge Cup exist, and I, I assume it will not be implementing this hard item pool. But, um, you know, as someone who has stars in his eyes still and likes to compete in these tournaments and thinks, well, maybe there's a chance for me. Like, it just got that much harder for me to be effective because I'm going to get my ass handed to me by Argus and Vitreus, you know, with my green mail. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's just a little bittersweet, I guess, is, is my thought on it. And I can understand why people are sort of a little bummed out, but I'm, I've made my peace with it personally. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Right on. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the the choice to go with hard item pool um, kind of came down to, otherwise it's just going to be, you know, like very vanilla standard mode. And uh, just, you know, I, I reach out to people in the community and some of the more competitive people who would, you know, be the people that are likely going to get to the finals. And I, and... You know, when when I ask them, they won't even notice. Yeah, when I when you when I ask them about like, hey, hard <laughs> item pool, does that sound like something that would be? And they're like, yeah, that would be better actually. I would like that because then it. Oh really? You know, so it um it it um it was you know it was a bit of a tougher decision for us to to go with hard, uh, but we thought you know yeah we're really trying to find uh the 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 person who is the best kind of at at at, at standard mode or whatever you know what the mode we've chosen for mm-hmm. the tournament so. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're okay with the decision, <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess mean, I'm okay but I mean, like, you know, yeah, I definitely understand, you know, if you are kind of new and starting out, yeah, green, green mail only is a little bit tough. Um, mm-hmm. e- even for someone like me, who's been running it for, for ages, you know, like that, that means you got to be a little bit more cautious and le- a little less cavalier when you just rush into a room. Cause I mean, I, I tank hits a lot, you know, that's, that's kind of the way Same. that I, that I go through a, a seed is, is I will just, you know, bump into things and like, yeah, I'm just going to boost through this, you know, so you, you can't do that as much anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hard same, hard same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You do have to think about your ec- overall execution. I think a little mm-hmm. more, um, you know, and obviously, you know, I mean, this tournament is not all execution, but I think, you know, especially in a, if it's a best of three, uh, which is what you know tournaments have done in the past. I, you know, mm-hmm. I guess we could ask if that's going to be the format here in a second. But mm-hmm. um, the idea is kind of like, you know, how how lucky can you be? Can you, uh, you know, out rando somebody? You know, best two out of three. A lot of times the answer is no, especially if you aren't really close to their skill level. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, if you're close, then yeah, you could definitely do it. Um, I think this narrows that gap a little bit of being able to rando someone but at the same time i don't think it narrows it that much that's that's kind of my personal take on it uh i i think this is a great idea i i kind of 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this and then we'll see how the tournament goes. But I'd honestly like to see most main like tournaments start implementing this per se, because, um, you know, league two, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm speaking way, uh, <laughs> way too much. Into the future. Yeah. But I, I, I want to see how this pans out. Um, I think this will be really good you know potentially it also depends on you know when v32 drops down the line what's what's changed is there a hard mode and you know stuff like that but uh but yeah herf you had you had a thought on this too uh as far as like the whole uh i guess hard mode yeah uh, sort of i guess it's less about the hard mode itself and more about the tournament structure i mean we as we in the hosts we've kind of talked about this yesterday but i wanted to bring it to sabo as well and since we're kind of I guess talking about the tournament that's coming up, I felt it it might fit in here well. Um, I've been kind of talking to a couple of friends uh, that I'm on discords with after the announcement happened, and a lot of them have uh, mentioned that they like the change to the hard item pool. It's not really a big deal to them. Admittedly, they're usually the guys that have been around for quite some time, so you know they're probably more the the demographic that we're aiming this at. Yeah. But um, they were a little bit concerned about the length of the tournament and it going from, you know, qualifiers to group stages to brackets uh, again, instead of being a little bit more concise and maybe also less volatile. Like the volatility of it all has been a big talking point. And just to expand on that a little bit further, what they mean by that is you spend a lot of time playing in the qualifiers, whatever number you require to play in. And then you spend a lot of time playing in your group stages, making it through, let's say, 4-0. You know, you're doing really well, you're making it through. And then in the first or your second bracket round, especially if it is or happens to be best of one, which is what Dante just mentioned, we don't know yet, I guess. Um, you you just kind of, you know, you lose out of the tournament, you spend a lot of time, you put a lot of time in, and you just get randoed uh, that one time, and suddenly you're out. Mm-hmm. Uh, has there been any consideration to maybe change up the format, you know, make it qualifier into a 128-man bracket or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is if, if, if feedback uh, comes in strong enough, because we do, you know, one of the things that we like to do, I don't know if we actually did it after the 2019 tournament. I can't quite recall, but... Um, uh, we want to get feedback from the community. We want to, you know, mm-hmm. be able to adapt, uh, you know, kind of to what the vibe is with the crowd. And if if response is that the tournament is too long, because, you know, we've actually tried to make the main tournament shorter than it even was before. Um, if you mm-hmm. look back to fall 2017, the first tournament that I was in, the qualifiers took place in August. And then it was September until uh uh, December 30th was the final championship round. So it went like wow. four months total. Yeah, it took forever. <laughs> it really was, it was huge. It was really long. Um, and so, you know, that, that was, that was considered to be too long. And, uh, so we, we, we went to this qualifier, you know, group bracket thing because we wanted people who qualified to not then just get randoed out of a bracket right away. We wanted to have, mm-hmm. you know, we wanted to have the people who had made the top 128 um, have at least a little bit of time in the tournament still uh, in, in a little bit of a, a small group format. Um, but if, 
if consensus is that more people would just like it to go right to bracket and they're cool with that, you know, we're open to, you know, taking that suggestion and making the tournament a little bit shorter even than it is right now. Um, and I think that's, it's really important to listen to people in the community because, you know, without a community, you've got no tournament. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, talking about this, I, I, has there been an announcement as far as after qualifiers? What's yes. the, I mean, I know qualifiers have been announced. What is the, Maybe I missed it. What is the format like as planned? Right. Not saying it's set in stone, but what is mm-hmm. that format for now? Uh, yes. So um, the tournament document will be uh, available hopefully sometime this week, and we were just kind of ironing out a few last little kinks. Um, and uh, so the format will be very similar to the last main tournament in that it will be a small. Um, what is it, a GSL group stage? Is that what they call it? Um, uh, small double groups elim of, style type thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that little group format uh, will be following the qualifiers. It, it, that segment takes three more weeks of, of matches and then uh, into a bracket of 64 um, which will run for another seven weeks after that, I think. So, um, you know, we're looking at this tournament starting March 21st, qualifiers for a month or so, or I think it's all kind of condensed into three weeks to try. Because, again, we were like four weeks of qualifiers. Oh, let's, how about three weeks of qualifiers? Um, and uh, so I think it goes until middle of june so it's still it's hard to get these tournaments down in size to the point where they're like not giant three-month affairs um yeah but it's you know i mean we 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 could just make it an invitational and it just just a bracket and and then go from there but i mean the thing is we want to make it so that you know there is at least some portion of the tournament uh where anyone can you know, maybe, you know, win their way in, you know, that, that's why the qualifiers exist. It's not an invite only tournament. So, the, you know, that, that qualifier portion has to be part of it. Um, so yeah, whether or not we maybe drop the group stage at some point and just go right for a bracket instead, that could save us some time. Um, but uh, for this 2021 tournament, it's going to be qualifier, small group stage brackets, and, uh, and then it'll be done. As you uh, administrate this tournament, Mm -hmm. what is the number one, like, most important priority to you? Um, I think for me, like, the most important thing for me is that uh, as many people as possible are having fun. Like, that, that really is, like, that is what it comes down to for me is that people are enjoying participating in whatever capacity if they're a volunteer if they're a racer i want people to have fun while they're doing this and if you know and and if they're not like why like what 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 about the tournament is not working for people you know like i want i want to hear feedback and stuff like that if things aren't going well but that's the number one thing because you know like if, if this becomes no fun for anybody and we all hate it like that's, that's no good, you know? So, yeah. uh, and, and the tournament would fall apart and then we just have no community anymore, you know? And that would be really sad. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, man. Like, 
Yeah, seeing seeing the group like I, I kind of like last year's group stage um, mm-hmm. because it was it was short. You know, mm-hmm. I, I joked about liking the 15 game uh, mm. 2018 fall thing, but I know that's like that that was a, a gigantic disaster as far as like timing, and that made that tournament last you know seven eternities. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like it you know it it went pretty quick, and then brackets, you know, you you can't force people to play super fast like you can't say all right you guys got to have two rounds done in one week because Mm -hmm. that just seems especially in like a best of three i'm assuming i mean i don't know if we alluded to this is it best of three again or is this like a a best of one style like what what are we looking to do brackets are going to be best of three yeah okay and is that also for that gsl uh like group stage you were talking about oh how does that work again i think it's uh, what is it? it it was last year. That's why I'm assuming, and you know what they say about yeah. when people make an assumption, but um, I was assuming it would be the same. If not, you know, it, it is double elim, so it makes sense. Right, yeah. I, I believe, I'll have to look at the document, but I, I'm pretty sure whatever was on there from last year, we just kind of, we copy and pasted that one over. We were like, yeah, this worked. So um, I, if it was best of three for the group stage as well, then it will be for this one as, uh, as well, yeah. 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 Um, obviously, when it comes to competitive, uh, there are people who will do any and everything to win and to be number one. Um, what uh, what are you guys doing? Are we still handling a 20 minute delay uh, like, you know, we've done in the past to try and help, you know, curb or um, prevent, you know, screen snipe cheating? I know there's. People will try to cheat other ways too, but I know that's like a, a prevalent one uh, in mm-hmm. the past, like way back. So is that is that what we're looking for again uh, in you know in the twenty twenty one tournament? Is that twenty minute delay? Uh, this is a good talking point because this is, this is one of the things, one of the reasons why the uh, rules doc has not gone out yet because we were just trying to figure out uh, how much of a delay was necessary because twenty is a lot. Uh, it adds a lot of time to you know the prep for the runners, um, for the um, for everyone involved behind the scenes. Uh, there's there's a lot of extra time involved there, um, and uh, so you know we reached out to other tournaments, uh, see what their policies have been. Uh, we talked to league people and you guys about uh, you know kind of uh, what what on the weeks that you did have a delay, uh, how. Um, how much and uh, how did it work yeah. out? And um, when you say other tournaments, can you talk about specifically? Do you mean like other games? Uh, no, just uh, just in the in the in the link to the past randomizer community. Other ALTTPR tournaments. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of like if any, because there's the the cross keys tournament uh, had an opt out for delay. If both runners agreed that they didn't want to do a delay, they could actually be they could actually just bypass it completely and. Uh, you know, and then just talking to people in general, and um, no one likes the twenty-minute delay. So um, for <laughs> for this tournament, we are going to bump it down to ten. Um, we're gonna have to be a little more vigilant, I guess, um, just to see if we notice anything, if, if if suspicious activity starts to ramp up. But I think that the twenty-minute was really in response to a, a time when randomizer was again, like you know, we're talking like twenty eighteen when it was like 
really hugely popular and you had so many people trying to get in on it. And, uh, you know, I think there were definitely a lot of cases to be made uh, for, for people that were trying to stream snipe or whatever they were trying to do. And those, those kind of uh, claims have gone down and the community has kind of like settled a little bit more. So I think that the 20 minute delay is just a little bit excessive at this point. If we start to see a giant spike in cheating all of a sudden, then okay, we'll have to reevaluate. But um, no, we're going to bump it down. Gotcha. And my, my personal opinion with that, um, 10 is kind of like 10 to 15 is a, a, a butter zone, I feel. 20 felt excessive, but I, I get why Speed Gaming Live used 20. I mean, you've mm. got you know, cash on the line. I, yeah. you know, if we could do 30 minute delay for that, I, I wouldn't fault them uh, for mm -hmm. doing it. I'd hate it as a player because it just adds that much time. But I, I understand, you know, the, the value and the, the need for it with the 10, at least in our experience with the league. And I'll kind of mention that is that we haven't really noticed a lot. And I, I haven't labbed this out and I don't think anybody's really labbed it out. And if someone has feel free to, you know, uh, let us know uh, but mm -hmm. in the Discord, but I kind of feel like in 2021 uh, and even in 2020, uh, with a 10-minute delay, if you are 10 minutes behind uh, and finding something, you're pretty much, especially mid to late game, you're kind of sunk, you know? Like, I don't even think if you were actually watching, uh, maybe there's a, a, you know, a niche thing where I'm not saying it's impossible, but I kind of feel like if you were screen sniping on that delay, then you're still kind of sunk at that point, And it's just, you know, you're going to lose. But I'm trying to imagine like the scummiest person in the world. And like, like, let's say I'm a scum lord. OK, mm -hmm. I'm playing the game and I've got my partner who's also a scum lord uh, watching the opponent's stream and like shouting verbally c communicating information to me. <laughs> You know, so I could see how if you look at it like scum lords might join the tournament, which is totally possible when you open it up to anyone, you do have to consider that somebody could try to take advantage as ridiculous and, and terrible as it is for the rest of us and, and an inconvenience, frankly. But it, you know, I get it. I absolutely get it. And I, and I agree with you. I think 10 to 15 is enough to where even if you do have, you know, a scum lord couple, uh, you know, trying to cheat against you, you probably will still be okay. Maybe, maybe we get proven wrong. That that's my my thought. Herf, do you do you have any strong opinion on on the delay situations? I, I mean, I think ten minutes is perfectly fine. Uh, I agree with uh, Sabo when he said that the community is kind of settled, and I don't think you'll see super rampant like green sniping or cheating. And if people want to cheat in this game. I think they now have much more like convoluted and uh, detailed ways to get there instead of just watching your opponent stream and hoping for the best. Because you're still kind of, you know, just depending on them actually finding something useful before you do. You might be watching your opponent all stream and they just play like crap and go to all the wrong places and then what have you gained? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what if you're in the lead the whole time? Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like like when Sabo was beating Andy, like, you know, mm -hmm. just in the lead the whole time. So that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I think by nature of being the main tournament, it's everyone expects that you it's something that at the very least you guys as an admin team have thought a lot about. And it sounds like that's exactly what you guys are doing. So mm -hmm. that's that's definitely uh, good to hear. 
Yeah, yeah. It was definitely it definitely a topic that we needed to uh, address just based on you know what we'd been hearing in the community. So yeah, that's the kind of stuff that we need to pay attention to um, as as the main as as you know kind of like one of the bigger events on the calendar. Um, yeah, you've got to be representative of the community and uh, you know kind of look out for what's what's best. I guess so. Uh, that's what we're trying to do at least. Yeah, I mean, I'll say also, um, you know, I was talking to my wife before we were recording uh, about, you know, the main tournaments coming back up. And, uh, I, you know, I mentioned there's going to be qualifiers again. And after that, I'm not really sure. And she just kind of gave me this look like, so you got this. That's the one she said. That's the one that's got like 20 plus minutes, right? Like on both ends of the, you uh, know, the thing. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you're going to be tied up. And she's like, you're going to blink and your kid's going to be grown. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, so I was like, may- maybe I was like, maybe I don't enter this one. We'll see. I, I want to, but you know, I also want to be a good dad. So I was like, we'll have to we'll have to have a little, you know, game life balance conversation mm-hmm. topic for another day. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I was like, so so hearing ten, that makes me a little hopeful that I can just kind of like you know get on my knees and beg a little bit, like please let me play in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so Sabo, now it's basically up to you. However, you set that delay, you know how good of a father Dante is going to be from now on. Yeah, a lot so. of pressure it's a lot resting on your shoulders i know yeah. I'm, I'm nervous now <laughs> yeah. I've, I've added um, the pressure <laughs> um so do we want to talk maybe a little bit about uh this uh, any other like details or announcement about the 2021 tournament maybe you can uh you know let people know how they could get involved if they want to volunteer uh yeah um volunteer sign up is also going to be a thing that we're going to uh make an announcement for in the uh, main tourney discord um, not quite ready to do that yet we generally wait a little bit longer a little bit, a little bit closer to the date when we start to open up applications um, um, right. but uh, yeah that will be happening anyone that wants to get in uh, for tracker commentator um, there will be um, signups for that um, I would say maybe about two weeks from now i would say that sounds like a pretty good window so you know somewhere in the like, middle of february so when we're like about a month away from the tournament actually starting is when we'll start to kind of like filter in those those applications and um um yeah anyone that wants to to you know get involved we we welcome you like it'd be it'd be really exciting to see some new faces uh join the ranks um so that's going to mm. be happening yeah i don't know what else? What else? Well, Herf and I actually were, were wondering. I'm glad I remembered to ask you. Is there going to be another uh, commentator quiz to get signed up to be a, a commentator? <laughs> mm. um, there probably will be. Um, the um, the commentary uh, moderator team um, is we kind of let them, you know, do their own thing and um, mm-hmm. kind of set those those kind of uh, standards um, themselves. Um, and uh, I believe that is part of the plan for them to p- come up with a quiz. And, um, and uh, so, so that remains to be seen exactly what, what that's going to look like. But uh, I'm pretty sure that is going to be involved. And um, I think we're going to be talking to um, uh, the people over on the, on the league side of things and kind of you know, ask them how their experience has been for the last little while. Because, I mean, we haven't been... Um, uh, you know, we haven't had a tournament since 2019. We kind of have, it's been a little bit longer than normal. Um, so, you know, who are the, who are the new faces in the community that, uh, you know, we could maybe, you know, fast track or, you know, uh, things like that, you know? So, um, 
yeah, we, we got a little bit of work to do on that side of things. We wanted to make sure we got the announcement out that the tournament was happening, and now it's kind of all like the little nitty-gritty stuff uh, leading up to uh, including things like what's the commentary quiz going to look like. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's coming cool. along. We will definitely put a link uh, in the description to the uh, tournament Discord where people can go ahead and join in and then just stay tuned for announcements and updates uh, from Sabo and his team if you want to get involved. Uh, does anyone here have any sort of final thoughts or things they'd like to share before we uh, move to our questions? No, I think we covered pretty much everything that was on my mind, at least. Uh, I wish you good luck with everything, Sabo, <laughs> and your team, of course. I'm still kind of in there, but not really, so mm-hmm. I get to witness all the stuff happening, but not really participate. Right on. Yeah, no, thanks. It's it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah, well, absolutely. So this is usually the part of the show where I would ask if you want to stick around for questions, but all of these questions are for you, so it would be pretty ridiculous if you didn't stick around for them so i I assume you're on board then Uh, i guess i am still sort of asking yeah okay all right sure i'll stick around okay fine okay 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 (laughs) all right let's do some questions All right, so uh, we reached out again, uh, as we have a few times in the past now, to our subscribers on Twitch and gave them an opportunity to submit some questions uh, for our guest. And uh, we have a few of those here. The first one is from Void Soul. They have sent a few questions in in the past. Uh, I was pronouncing their name Voids01. Uh, someone informed me that it is Void Soul. So they asked, given all that's changed between the last main tournament and now, like glitches, meta, tech, quick swap, etc., what are you most excited to see on display with the 2021 tournament? Mm. Um, you know, like there has been a lot of uh, uh, new tech discovered um, since since the last tournament. Um, stuff that I still have to get my lazy butt to to learn. Um, but <laughs> you know, whenever whenever these new things kind of drop, you know, when we've got Icebreaker um, and Diver Down and uh, I guess Harapot is also new technically, even though it's old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's cool to see like the top level people just pull it off flawlessly. Like I, you know, I'm, I struggle with uh, icebreaker. Uh, I can, I can get it like, I don't know, half the time. And, and you know, when I, mm-hmm. when I do it, it's, it's really great. But when you see someone who just walks into that room in ice palace, you know, flips the block and, 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 and just whoosh right through the wall. You're like, wow, that guy is good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that's a perfect example of that too. Icebreaker. There are some people like I saw Dante do it on a stream one time. He was like in that room for like three seconds mm-hmm. total. I'm like lining it up. Okay. I got it. All right. Try to tap. Mm, no, try to tap. <laughs> no, I mm, oh, missed it. You know, like it's, it's a whole process for me. And yeah, I love seeing the, the 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 big the big the big dog's execution you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and i mean quick swap i think is a thing that a lot of people in the community are very excited about so i'm glad that we can include that um i i still think that menuing is a skill but uh you know quick swap is definitely one of those things that you know we heard a lot of people saying that, that that's the thing that we want and uh so that's that you know that's just good for everyone's quality of life i guess you know so that being in the uh the main now is is great nice yeah 
Cool. All right, moving on. Our next question is from Arusta, uh, and Arusta asks, is there anything that was tried in previous tournaments and didn't work well or was strongly disliked, <laughs> but probably deserves another shot? So we've already ruled out the Swiss. Mm-hmm. The five <laughs> no, that gets another shot. That gets, totally. <laughs> the big mistake. Um, <laughs> so... I mean, yeah, the, the the Swiss was definitely something that was like, oh, okay, that's a, that, that's not... You know, we could probably run yep. a Swiss now, honestly, and it would be half the size probably at the very most, and it would be a little more manageable. Um, but, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I look back on fall 2018 where we did have the kind of like... Uh, the like pick your mode kind of thing and with um so many other tournaments that do all of those other modes so well um i found like that to be i don't know like a bit much for the main tournament because there was just a higher you know uh possibility of people like getting randoed and you know not being as well versed in inverted or something and so you know the idea was that you could you know you know, play to your opponent's weaknesses, I guess, and 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 try and gain yeah. them that way. But I feel like that kind of lost a bit of what makes the main tournament the main tournament. Um, and so that's kind of why it's shifted a little bit more towards just more traditional game mode and a little bit less of the toggle and stuff like that. Um, so while I think it was kind of like fun at the time, I think there are so many other tournaments that do like kind of like specific game modes a lot better, and uh, I don't know if we would go back to something like that again. Hmm. Well, rest in peace, swordless. Uh, never forget. Always remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dancy standing for swordless as always. <laughs> Loves it so much. <laughs> Um, all right, moving right along. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question is from Lumaga, and Lumaga asks, "Can we get another five twelve Swiss tournament?" <laughs> For you, Lumaga, so, of course. New... <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> knew that this would be a hot topic, of course. And he says, "Kidding." Uh, his actual question: Which tournament taught you the most about this community? Mm. That's an... it's a it's a kind of a philosophical one for you. I it feel like is. if you wanted it to be. Um. I mean, hmm, let's see. I, I mean, honestly, I think it's the, it's probably the Swiss. Um, yeah. Because because it was kind of like a weird, jumbly, hot mess, but it still worked out in the end. Uh, it showed kind of like the resilience of the community to persevere through a mode that we should not have gone with, or a format that we should not that we should not have gone with. But um, yeah, I mean, in it, in it, in, you know, we had a. I don't know. There's there's a lot of just like a lot of support through that one um, to get through it, and um, and everyone kind of stuck with it. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think yeah. each tournament brings something else because you have like you know we have new people coming in, and uh, and it's nice to see that. And and you know so over over you know several tournaments you you start to see you know how this community continues to be a really positive place and um so you know like yeah yeah there's (laughs) each tournament i mean i I agree with you 100 but um yeah i feel like the swiss was definitely one where it was it really tested a lot of people 
and to come out of that and still be like, okay, we still like this game, right? And and we do uh, mostly. And uh, yeah. so yeah, that was that was a big one. Yeah, that's yeah. a great answer. Because like, like if you if you went through that slog and came out and were eager to go that that summer for the the first speed gaming tournament mm-hmm. that they did, and then the fall qualifiers as well. Um, you know, and that at that point, if you were new, you were doing speedracing.tv and then the switch back to SRL, um, you know, you had to learn that. I mean, that was that was kind of my shoes uh, that I was I was in. So I feel like if you got through that, like the community that got through that was, uh, I guess, uh, tough is maybe a word to, to, to put it. They had some um, some drive, I guess. And they weren't just there because it was the hot thing. Uh, you know, they genuinely I felt like maybe enjoyed. Uh, what they were, you know, what they were playing and competing in. So yeah. uh, I can totally see how that could really <laughs> be like the deciding factor there with that five twelve Swiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the big stuff in the community, like the tournaments ladder, the way that you download seeds, you know, all of that stuff has become really polished after figuring things out for three or four years. And I, yeah, Dante, I think that's very well put. We were still kind of figuring it out, but uh, it also sort of proved that everyone was willing to do that because they had a really deep love for this game in the community to, to stick it out. And that's why it's as good as it is now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, all right. And then we have uh, Sinak, a friend of the show, recent guest, wrote in and said, don't have a question. Just want to shout out Captain Sabotender for being great and taking up the helm for the main tournament. Aww. So a little shout out from our friend Sinak. Thanks, Sinak. And then he actually did send in a question. So he's, he is a little bit of a liar. We're going to a, a, have to put a one limits, uh, like one submission limit on this form. No, I'm mm-hmm. kidding. But. No, no. We, we don't have the luxury of being able to do that. Uh, no, Sinek had a great question. What is your least favorite commentary meme? Oh, man. Um, Unfurls a long piece of paper. <laughs> God, I, can only I mean, like the thing is, I don't, I don't even want to like bring any of them up because then maybe you don't want to like, like come remind back, people, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I will say that I, I really didn't like um, Pound Pound Town. <laughs> yeah, that, let's get you a know what, Monka TOS. <laughs> yeah. Well, sir, I guess we'll just have to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> one, <laughs> that's one of the only ones I actually like. Really. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, mean, listen, I just I don't know, it makes me it's laugh. Funny, it really it, it was it was a, it was a really funny moment. Um, yeah, like, no doubt. I Agreed. laughed my people ass took it off too far it for the first time. But yeah, then it takes over, you know, and then you're like, no, yeah. no. Yeah, um, that's fair. I noticed that the next question has least in brackets, so it could also be what is your favorite and one that has completely sure. died and I never tire of is when people get the boots and it's, what are those? I love it. <laughs> what are those? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't oh hear that God. one. I want to bring it back. Anymore. I want to bring it back. Maybe I will. We need that <laughs> meme to come back main, mainstream again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure. The when, video it's based yeah, on. What was the yeah. old Vine? You know, rest in peace Vine. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now we have, I guess, TikTok or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a really good clip. And, you know, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of really good, I guess, laughs have come from the boots showing up. And you, you don't really get those laughs when you start with boots. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we mm-hmm. take that for granted, I think, a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, here's the thing about memes. <laughs> what is, kind like, of tangent is this? 
<laughs> I'm about to tell you Please, about memes. Just okay. end my misery, here. God. <laughs> We kind of um, lose that when we start with boots. Oh, boo-hoo, my meme. R.I.P. <laughs> in pieces. Well, here's the thing about memes, Herb, and I'm so glad you brought this up. Uh-huh. Uh, they're just all. jokes. Please. Right? A meme Give is just them. a joke. Shoot it- them straight into my veins. <laughs> I live for memes. Yo, especially in commentary. <laughs> I was just thinking about that earlier that when you were talking coined. about the 2017 <laughs> entrance tournament. Um, no, they just memes are jokes, right? Mm-hmm. And people say them because jo- they were funny jokes. Yeah. But just like any joke, the more you say it, the less funny it becomes. Mm-hmm. So, and then sometimes it'll come back around if nobody says it for two or three years. Then someone reminds you of it, and suddenly it's funny again. Sweet. You know, so it's it's natural to want to meme. But as we've you know discussed many times on this show, it's more often than not a bad idea mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. if if somebody if somebody comes in this main tournament and. You're you're co-comming with them, and they say, uh, "What are those?" Uh, the the correct response is, "I don't know. I missed it. I was watching uh, this person's screen instead. What 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 they get, you know?" And then that way the joke dies right there. It's it's not funny anymore. Chat's having a good time, but chat's always having a good time, I guess. It's a coded joke. Mm-hmm. It's a joke only for those who understand it. Otherwise, it's just a totally normal thing you say during commentary. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like Herf wants us to wrap this up. So let's go ahead and uh, get this thing, uh, put a bow on this. Uh, you can email us at email at gomodepodcast.com if you have questions like these uh, fine folks who have sent some in. We're also on Twitter at gomodepodcast. And we have our Discord where you can uh, join in to talk about the episode, uh, organize races, all that fun stuff. Um, Sabo, thank you so much for being on. This is your opportunity to throw out some plugs. So if you have like a Twitch account, any social media, if you want to plug a personal project you're working on, now is your chance. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, It's been a really great time chatting with y'all. I don't really have anything to plug. I mean, I'm on Twitch, but, you know, like I don't do too much on there. Um, uh, I sometimes will play like old SNES RPGs here and there. Um, so you might catch me doing something like that, but, um, no, I, I'm not super online that much except for, you know, this, this is my scene right here. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, yeah, just join the main tourney, have a good time. Um, we're looking forward to having you. That's, that's what I'm about. Awesome. Yeah, and, and just, just like Sabo said, main tournament coming up uh, in late March. Um, details will be rolling out for now. I uh, would encourage you to join the Discord for the main tournament, which we will have a link to in the description. And uh, I know I'll be there. I, it's not going to be easy, and I recognize that, but I always love participating in the qualifiers because um, sometimes you just get that one time, and, and you know this happened to me a couple years ago. It's like, wow, I, I placed like... 15th out of 70 something and that only happened once but like i'm that was a memory that i made in the main tournament that i'm definitely going to try to make more of you know so absolutely do it yeah do it sign up join even if you don't think you can just give it a shot and then there's the challenge cup which i'm sure we'll be covering as we get a little closer so uh anyway um let's see last few things if you want to leave us a review on itunes we sure would appreciate that it's been quite a while since we got one uh if you have been enjoying the show and still not have left one it would be really helpful if you can just leave your thoughts there and give us five stars and then we have a, a donation link in the in the description if you're feeling especially generous uh okay um let's do some quick shout outs i have a uh 
kind of bold idea, and I'm just, I'm just going to float this out here. If you guys aren't into it, that's fine. But I was wondering if we could all each recommend one anime this week. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I mean, there's only one that I'm currently watching. Which I know. That was kind of one of, my, one of the reasons I wanted to do this, because I knew you would have an answer. I know I have an answer. I'm taking a gamble on Dante and Sabo both having answers. I've got one for you. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Who wants to go first? Go for it, Dan. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, I'll shout this out. This is kind of old, but if you're not into reading subtitles, uh, it's finally starting to get uh, an American release and is on Netflix. Uh, it's called Kuroko's Basketball or Kuroko no Bas- Basuke. I don't know. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm American. I'm sorry. Um, it, it's basically about this guy and uh, how he was on a team of really cool, uh, like super powered basketball individuals. Uh, in high school or in middle school, and then they go off to high school. Really fun, uh, super exciting. If you like sports anime, uh, it's kind of got some, I guess, like I don't know, fan service. You know, for the for the ladies for that that like the mm. the boy types. I, I kind of cringe at that myself, but the the basketball scenes, super awesome. I'm a big basketball fan in general, and uh, I had a really good time watching this. There's three total seasons. I'm not sure if they're all in English dubs yet, but. It's fun. It, it was it was a good watch. That's that's my shout out. That's a good suggestion. I had not heard of that, and um, I also have a sports anime to recommend. <laughs> uh, so that sounds like a, it's right up my alley. Um, I wanted to recommend a uh, an anime that's also on Netflix. And by the way, I'm not a huge anime person, but I am open minded to them. Just want to start by saying that. But uh, this one that I've been watching recently is called Haikyuu, oh. and it is a volleyball anime. And let me tell you something about these high school boys. They love volleyball. They love it more <laughs> than anything else. And this show, there's no relationship drama. There's no home drama. You don't even see these kids' parents. It's like they end a scene at the end of practice, and they're like, all right, everybody have a good night. And the very next scene is them in the morning starting practice the next day. All of the action is volleyball-centric. If you don't know anything about volleyball, that's okay, because they're going to teach you, and it is a just wildly entertaining show. I love it. Uh, it's on Netflix, the first two seasons. You know, you should watch it subbed, obviously, the way you should watch all anime, but you can get it dubbed <laughs> if you uh, prefer that. So Haikyuu, volleyball anime, cannot recommend it highly enough. It's a super fun watch. That's right. that's mine. We've, wow. learned, we've learned a little bit about me and Temp, where we watch... <laughs> animes about boys uh, <laughs> sports boys those are both excellent uh, recommendations guys um, those are really like hype uh, sports anime for sure um, <clears throat> I will recommend uh, a series that is currently running on Crunchyroll I believe it is only subs right now um, but it's Kimono Jihen uh, which is it's a kind of like a story about uh, a boy as well as a kind of a little small group of uh, young teenagers, I guess. Kind of typical anime situation here, I guess. Um, Who are... They all have kind of like supernatural powers. Um, And, uh, you know, when I'm describing it here, it really doesn't sound that exciting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing about anime, you know? That's a way to be a lot more fantastical than it sounds. uh, So, like, I don't know, like, what the big, the big deal with this one is, like, it's just the way it's executed. Um, Like, it's, it's this, this, they've got, they're working for uh, uh, a detective kind of guy 
um, who has taken them under their wing because they've been like rejected by society because of their, you know, kind of weird abilities or whatever. And um, it's just the little things that this series does right um, that make it really enjoyable. It's just it's well animated. Um, and, uh, the characters are all really interesting. Um, it's only a couple episodes in, but I'm super hooked and everything seems pretty good about it. So Kimono Jihen, uh, that's going to be my hot pick for right now. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Well done. Nice. And Herf. Yeah, so I there. actually have two because the first one is kind of the obvious choice here. Uh, okay. I'm currently watching the final, what is dubbed to be the final season of Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. Uh, I yes. don't think there's any way they can manage to finish this up in the next whatever's <laughs> left eight episodes or something. But we'll we'll see. I have no idea what's going to happen, so we'll, we'll see. Okay, nice. Um, but I can definitely recommend that. I think all the seasons are good in their own way. It uh, Yeah, it's, it gets weird. Uh, but the other one yeah. that I just remembered is called Overlord. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any of you know of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, apparently it's streaming on Hulu or on Crunchyroll, all three seasons of it. And I feel like it kind of gets progressively a little bit worse. But uh, the premise is that in the future, uh, a little boy like is playing a virtual reality MMO. And the game is being shut down, but he decides to not log out. And then he gets transformed into his player character, which is like this huge intimidating skeleton and he's like the most powerful wizard in the whole world oh and sure. uh, so it plays out like that where he's like finding himself in this mmo world but he's not you know just trying to get by and get used to it but he's like the most powerful wizard you can just imagine and he just owns everyone mm-hmm. and what it, was that one called again uh, overlord overlord okay and i think it's and quite it, interesting at least the first season is definitely worth a watch uh, and it's kind of funny and well made, and I really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's kind of old by now, actually. It's from 2015. Mm. Right on. So yeah. there you go, folks. Anime recommendations from your favorite <laughs> randomizer boys. Um, okay. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, um, I want to give another huge thank you to Sabo Tender for coming on the show. Uh, we would love to have you back. I feel like I could talk about. Uh, there's like a million things I didn't say that we didn't have time for. I would love to continue this conversation one day on another episode. Heck yeah, I'll come back. Awesome. Um, the last thing I want to say, just quick programming note, um, we're going to be looking to uh, maybe switch things up a little bit here for the next few episodes. They'll still come out every two weeks just like they have, but formats like, might look a little bit different, so just bear with us. Um this is, I guess, sort of a, a life announcement as well. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday, January 30th, uh, and we are checking into the hospital tomorrow, and my wife is being induced the next day. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be a father in like three days, it sounds like, maybe four. Mm-hmm. God, so, right, uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, so things are going to be a little crazy. So bear with us, but uh, we are, you know, we want to still put out episodes. We want to talk about Rando and all that, and we're going to do that. Uh, we just need to kind of find the the best way to bring that to you every two weeks. So uh, bear with us, and uh, we will be back again in some form in two weeks. And uh, on behalf of our guest and uh, my co-hosts, I've been Tim, and let's go ahead and mirror out. <laughs> <laughs>